0: The simple message I want to share with you right now is hang in there. Whatever it is you're going through, whatever weight you are carrying, we are called to endurance and we have a God who's faithful, who walks with us and empowers us to hang in there. What we've been doing on Speak Lord is we're going back into the two years worth of episodes and bringing back some highlights and bringing back multiple episodes each week. All of the episodes that we're replaying this week have to do with endurance and pointing us towards hope. The first one is called According to the Promise. It has that music from the second phase of Speak Lord, and it calls us to process the pain of life in light of the promises of God. We can endure the realities of now with an awareness of the promises for then. In this message, we're reminded that we can live with the mindset of a scoffer, or we can live with the mindset of fear. And if we choose either of those, we miss out on so much joy. We don't have to do that. We can live with the mindset of promise. Here's the message according to the promise. You're listening to Speak Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers. <laughs> Second Peter chapter three, verse 13 says, but according to his promise, we are waiting for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Well, that is like an ultimate reality that puts every other reality in its place. If I've had a bad day, but I'm living according to the promise of a new heaven and a new earth in which righteousness dwells, That bad day doesn't seem so bad. But life according to the promises of God is not the only option we have. And too often, we choose the other options of living a life that is not rooted in the promises of God. And we see that in this chapter. It begins by talking about those scoffers who will come in the last days. And they're talking about a promise. They say, where is this promise of his coming? and they scoff because ever since their fathers everything just keeps going as it has so there's another option of how we might live we could live cynical and skeptical and look at the promises of god and say well that's never happened so i'm not going to base my life on those promises and there is so much joy that the skeptic and the scoffer misses out on they don't get to process the pain of this earth in light of the promises of a new heaven and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. We can choose that life. We can be skeptical of the promises of God, and we will miss out on so much joy. It mentions the word promise again in verse 9. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. The very reason that some might discredit the promise of God is actually something that highlights the patient love of God. And then the text talks about his coming. And it kind of sounds scary. Verse 10, But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a roar, and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved, and the earth and the works that are done in it will be exposed. Since all these things are thus to be dissolved, What sort of people ought you to be in lives of holiness and godliness, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of the Lord, because of which the heavens will be set on fire and dissolved, and the heavenly bodies will melt as they burn. Another option for how we might live is fearful. We could read verse 11 in a tone of a threat. Since all these things are thus to be dissolved, what sort of people ought you to be? As we approach the coming of Jesus, we could be fearful. We could be motivated to right living by the wrath of a God that we're pretty sure doesn't love us. But a motivation of fear is completely unnecessary when you're a God of incredibly attractive love. As we look at the signs of the end and we live in this time in earth's history, we could live as scoffers and we will miss out on so much joy and godly living. Or we could live in fear and try to get our lives in line because he's coming to burn us. But it's the next verse that says, But according to his promise, we are waiting for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Promise is the word that's repeated three times in these passages. We don't have to live as scoffers. We don't have to live in fear. We can live our lives trusting the promises of God. And if there's a bit of a scoffer in us, we can remember that he is a promise-making, promise-keeping God. We can trust him. If there's a bit of fear in us, we can remember that his character is love. He doesn't want anyone to perish but all to come to repentance. And as we silence the voice of the scoffer and silence the voice of fear, we can magnify the voice of the promises of God. There is a specific promise God has made in his word that we need today that we need to stand on and we need to claim today if you don't have a promise you want to claim today take this one from second peter i'll read it one more time but according to his promise we are waiting for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells that is the loftiest ideal we can imagine a remade heaven and earth that is filled with righteousness and it's a promise a promise that can set the tone for our thoughts and our actions and our attitude today. How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. You can find more of Speak, Lord at PastorRyanRogers.com There are three more episodes we're sharing this week. All of them call us to endurance. The next one is Speak, Lord, for Kids, episode 88. And Rue reads one of the most depressing sections of scripture. When it comes out of the mouth of a child, it sounds so sad. God destroyed everything is basically the message, but he was acting out of an endurance mindset. He was seeing the immediate hard things, but he was seeing a future good thing, and his actions were in the best interest of that future good. There are hard things we experience in the moment, but they are part of creating a better future. So listen to this Hopeful take that Rue shares from a hard story. Endure because the difficulties of now are leading to something better later.
1: Speak, Lord, for kids! Genesis 7, verses 21 through 24. Every living thing on earth died. Every man and woman, every bird and every kind of animal, all many kinds of animals, and all the things that crawled on the ground died. Every living, breathing thing on dry land died. In this way, God wiped the earth clean and destroyed every living thing on earth, every human, every animal, everything that crawls, and every bird. All that was left was Noah and his family and the animals that were with him in the boat, the water continued to cover the earth for 150 days. I thought the flood was 40 days, but now I realize it just rained for 40 days. And then the water covered the earth for 150 days. This verse kept saying how everything died. That's a really sad thing. Do you think anything good comes from all the people dying and all the animals too? As sad as it is, there is something good. And verse 23 said, In this way, God wiped the earth clean. He was cleansing the earth from sin. Even though it's a sad story, God is so good because he cleans us from sin. One day again, God is going to judge the earth. And that might seem like a scary thing. But for those who love Jesus, it will be a good thing. Because he's going to make it clean again. Jesus can make our hearts clean. And he's going to make a place that's clean from sin. Where we will live with him forever. Speak, Lord, is a-
0: Our next one is also Speak Lord for Kids, episode 63. We need to trust God because we don't know what he has planned.
1: Speak Lord for Kids! Matthew 16:21 through23. From that time, Jesus began telling his followers that he must go to Jerusalem. He explained that the older Jewish leaders, the leading priests and the teachers of the law would make him suffer many things and he told his followers that he must be killed then on the third day he would be raised from death peter took jesus away from the other followers to talk to him alone he began to criticize him he said god saved you from those suffering Lord, that will never happen to you. Then Jesus said to Peter, Get away from me, Satan. You are not helping me. You don't care about the same things God does. You care only about things that people think are important. Peter didn't want Jesus to die. He didn't know that Jesus' death would save us from sin. Sometimes we just want the good things. But sometimes the things that look like the worst things are actually the plan of God. I'm glad that Jesus didn't listen to Peter and he died for us. And I want to learn more what God thinks is important. Speak Lord is a resource.
0: And we're going to finish off with Speak Lord episode 64. Somehow this episode got posted five times. Uh, So that's the record. This episode appears now the sixth time On Speak Lord, and it calls us to endure suffering and to continue to do good while we endure. In all these episodes, I hope God is speaking to you about endurance. Whatever it is that you are called to face right now, you can trust Him to keep going, to hang in there. Here's episode 64 1 Peter 4. 19. Let those who suffer according to God's will entrust their souls to a faithful creator while doing good. The text refers to God as a faithful creator. And I want to know why it's significant to think of him as a faithful creator when we're suffering. The text ends with this phrase, while doing good. We can entrust our souls to a faithful creator while doing good. When we are suffering, it's easy to stop doing good, to turn inward on our problems, and not to serve and give and do good for others. But if we remember that God is our creator, then we remember he created us for a purpose. Like it says in Ephesians, we are created in Christ Jesus for good works. As people designed by God, we have a calling. We have a purpose. And if I'm just here on this earth with no purpose given from my creator, then I just want to endure this suffering and get it done with. But since I have been designed and I have a calling from God, then I can't stop doing good while I suffer. That is not how my faithful creator designed me. So as you suffer, Remember that God created you, that he gave you abilities and gifts to be used for good, and possibly that good can be magnified by the suffering that you are enduring right now. If you're suffering, remember that God is your faithful creator. Therefore, let those who suffer according to God's will entrust their souls to a faithful creator while doing good speak lord is a resource of the palmer 7th Adventist Church find us online at palmerak.adventistchurch.org and at pastorryanrogers.com speak lord your servants are listening